There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There is no better group of plants for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. Rose Festival Week is just around the corner. Another chance to celebrate one of nature's most beautiful flowers. Today, I'll be joined by Sarah Squire from Squire's Garden Centres to talk about the Rose Society UK and her family business. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, Sponsors of this podcast. What a week. You know, you may think that uh, life for a gardening journalist is pretty easy. Just go to lovely places, see beautiful things, chat to nice people, take pictures and then come home and write a few words about it. I mean, what a wonderful job I've had all those years. But let me just outline a little bit the last few days. It's uh, been the BBC Gardeners World Live exhibition at the NEC. Uh, It started with me uh, last uh, Sunday uh, when I got to the site at midnight and was up the next morning at about half past five or six to uh, take delivery of plants. And we had lorry load after lorry load, over five and a half thousand plants all ready to be staged and we worked pretty well flat out doing that. And when the show opened on Thursday, I was there for an hour or two, and then I flew to Holland. It's the pack trials, what we call the summer trials in Holland, and it's where, well, not just the European, the international plant and seed trade launch their new varieties. I need to spend some time there, in a perfect world, two or three days. But on this occasion, I could just fly out on the Thursday lunchtime Uh, spend 36 hours there and then fly back on the Friday night so that I could get up nice and early and go to Birmingham to be there for the Saturday and Sunday when of course there are big crowds coming in to see us and quite a lot of uh, questions to answer but when the bell rings at half past four on the Sunday then we sell off some of the plants and the rest all have to be taken down as I say over 5,000 of them and we had two enormous lorries. One was there on Sunday night, so we worked through till 11 o'clock, loading that up and send him on his way. And then the next morning at half past seven, uh, we have another big lorry arrive. And it's amazing what you can get onto a lorry using those mobile Dutch trolleys. And once we had all the plants down from the five pyramids and on the trolleys and on the lorries, uh, they all went to the RHS Gardens at Hyde Hall in Essex where we offloaded them as quick as we can and now we have the job of planting them all in an area called Floral Fantasia. I can tell you, all those flowering plants looked pretty good up on the pyramids but when you get them spaced out over an acre of garden they looked fantastic. 
But of course, we've got to get the blooming things in the ground. And so <laughs> that's the task for this week. Just ahead of this broadcast, I was able to spend a half an hour or so at Hyde Hall, just see what the soil was like, pretty heavy, sticky soil. So we've got to be careful, make sure all the pots are nicely damp before they go in. But Chivis, 10 or 14 days, and I think it's going to be spectacular. My guest today is Sarah Squire, the uh, third generation of the Squire's Garden Centre dynasty in uh, Surrey. Well, we'll say uh, Surrey, Middlesex and West Sussex now, Sarah, because the family empire is spreading, isn't it? We now have um, 15 garden centres, but we're still in a pretty close geographical area, really around the west of London, sort of, as you say, Middlesex, um, Surrey, and, and a little bit into, into West Sussex. And that's quite an advantage, don't you think, with garden centre chains, if the management can actually travel out and visit quite a number within one day. You sort of well, keep it, it, control. It's very deliberate on our part because we, we are still a family business and we want to make sure that both my father and I and, and other family members can, can get around the centres um, you know, and, and get to know as many of our, our teams as possible. Um, so it's a really conscious decision. We, we push out a little bit at the edges if, if the right opportunities arise, but um, no, we're, we're very wedded to this area and, uh, and we, we like to, to know our, our teams and, and as many of our customers as we can. Can we take you back to the beginning? because uh, I, of course, knew your grandfather very well, DJ, what a character he was, and started the business really at an impossible time at the slump in the 30s, I believe. That's right. I mean, he was um, a head gardener. He was working at the police orphanage in Twickenham and uh, they closed the orphanage. Um, I guess there had been a number of orphans as a result of the First World War, and I suppose by the mid-30s, they're they're growing up. And uh, he was made redundant. He couldn't find an alternative job, so he literally took his wheelbarrow and um, started to to do people's gardens and uh, landscape projects, and gradually he became more successful, and he rented and then was able to buy a small nursery, Um, and so the business expanded expanded from there really and during the second world war we built a number of air raid shelters around anderson shelters in the sort of twickenham area and uh, kempton park was a large prisoner of war camp and so we were um able to have uh, first the italian and then german prisoners of war working on the nurseries as well all producing food obviously d- during that that time i hadn't thought of the opportunity of uh constructing Anderson shelters because, I mean, they were just dug as a hole in the garden with corrugated iron, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty much. I think there are still some left under some of the gardens in Twickenham <laughs> <laughs> that we may have put in. And then, really, I got to know your father in mm. the early days of the garden centre start-ups, and, and he built that really quite eye-catching uh, conservatory sales greenhouse at Twickenham. He did. He did indeed, yes. Um, he opened our first proper garden centre in 1964 here at Twickenham and um, to be fair to Grandpa who, who was always very much the nurseryman and landscaper you know he let Dad get on with it he let him do it and um, uh, and Dad built this very eye-catching uh, building on the sixth crossroads I have to say it did leak a bit it was our houseplant <laughs> yes. um, area and um, like many I don't know if you've ever ever known a, a garden centre Peter that hasn't got a single leak in it I've 
Well, not those that I'd came from greenhouse. Yes. <laughs> where, where they've but, come um, from greenhouse origins, yes, inevitably yeah. there was the dreaded leaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but things have moved on a little bit since then, thank goodness. But um, it was quite an eye-catching building, and uh, uh, and it was successful. And then um, my father was able to open our second centre at Shepperton, and uh, things went on from there, really. And is that where you started to develop rose production then at Shepperton? Well, Shepparton already had a rose nursery on the site um, when we took it over. It was called Smith's Roses, uh, run by a lovely gentleman called Eric Smith. And that's really, uh, the centre was on the front of the rose nurseries there. So um, that that's how we, uh, we, we've, although having said that, actually we did grow roses here at Twickenham. Hard to believe it now, it's such a busy crossroads here, but um, we did actually have some rose fields out here um, in, in the very early days. Um, but uh, uh, sadly long gone. But your father has always been interested in roses, hasn't he? Uh, he, and, he has, yes. And you currently host what is the main summer rose show for the Rose Society. That, that's right. We've been hosting a rose show at Shepparton now for, gosh, I think it's 40 years. Is it as long uh, as that? I think, you know, I think it is because we were certainly doing it around about the time of the Queen's Silver Jubilee in 1976 or 75. So it's a, it's been quite quite a long time, and uh, it was the Royal National Rose Society, now the Rose Society UK, and uh, so we're very pleased to to host that, and also to to really um, combine it this year. We're making it a festival of roses, so uh, all about uh, we're having some rose talks uh, which are free. We've, we've we're having floral art again all based around the roses as well as the usual classes and exhibits and so on so there should be a lot going on for for people either if you're a keen rose grower or or if you just want to come and see some beautiful flowers well uh, i was fortunate enough to visit your show last year it was a very warm hot day and when you mm. walked into that marquee i mean the fragrance just hit you i can't think of another flower really Peter, I mean, you can correct me, but that, that gives you that heady scent, that powerful, just yeah. wonderful, you know, the, the, the scent c- combined with the beauty of roses. It is the national flower, isn't it? And uh, we, we should celebrate it. Yeah, and quite rightly. I mean, you know, we, we launched what we believe is the first Rose Festival Week last year, proved remarkably successful, uh, and are doing the same again starting 22nd of June. And you're big summer show will be the next weekend when it's the that's right it's the, the following weekend yes the 29th yeah have i got that 29th right? and this is both the saturday and the sunday and the tent opens at about midday on the saturday as soon as judging's taken place and then it's open all the hours that we're open until sunday afternoon and when you say you've got talks and demonstrations and things is that over that weekend or during the week it certainly is. It's over the weekend at 11.30 and 2.30, a half-hour talk, totally free. And also we're having some, got a jazz band. And uh, so hopefully it'll be, be some fun. <laughs> it usually is. But, but can I ask you how things are going on the other centres? Uh, I have some uh, connection with a garden centre that was called Secrets that you now own down in Godalming. Um, That's right. I, I worked on the original design of that, uh, but it's a much bigger and more successful set of premises now. 
Well, it's a lovely centre down there at, at Milford, the former secret centre, and it's it's a real planty centre. You know, you get you go in there and you get the feeling, oh, it's a proper garden centre. And I think the plant area there, the, the foundations you laid all those years ago, Peter, are certainly uh, certainly bearing fruit because it still has. Uh, I think it's an area where people are very keen on their gardening, and perhaps some of some of our more slightly urban uh, garden centres are more instant. Um, the, the customer uh, at Milford perhaps is prepared to invest a little bit more in time and energy in their garden and, uh, and uh, you know, in terms of the sales of hardy nursery stocks and, and so on, it's very, very good. You know, it's reassuring that the plant foundation lives on, but then, of it, course, you know, the secret family were well into horticulture, all that uh, Absolutely, and they, cropping and all those Yeah, and they still have their their farm behind it and their their lovely farm shop. So, um, so yes, that's all still all still going on as well. And then you uh, also include what is a very long-standing nursery name, Cheos, don't you? You've got one of the Cheos centres. That's right down at down at Crawley. Yeah. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, since since the year two thousand, a smaller site, um, right on a, on a roundabout. So it's a lovely prominent site. Although I have to say, we've had some roadworks out there for the last six months now. So uh, we shall be really pleased. About they're due to go next week. So um, we, we shall be celebrating when when all those cones disappear. I have to say. Yes, because it can really affect business, can't it? If somebody disrupt a road access. It, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It, it really does, and who can blame people? Why would you want to go and sit, you know, sit in traffic for half an hour if you if you don't have to? I love these, you know, the sort of family influence still right the way through all of your centres. Do you still have a, a pianist playing in the restaurant? Um, well, we had at Twickenham here. We had the most wonderful pianist um, who who was actually a First World War veteran, and he he lived to well over a hundred. Um, but he died in the very early two early. Do they call it the noughties, The early two hundreds. Yes, yes, two thousands rather. Yeah. And uh, so he's no longer with us. But at Shepperton, we do have a pianist. Um, it's a little more occasional now, not quite the the regularity that we that we had before. But yeah, my father has a love of music, and and there always has to be a piano somewhere in the centres. I think one of the centres actually had a piano in the plant standing area yeah. with it all decorated <laughs> up with plants. And, it uh, did, yeah. 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 I, I thought that we should actually go and hear your father play the piano <laughs> in, in the plant area. It would be quite an event. So will music be appearing on other garden centres, do you think, as well as your oh, jazz band so. playing? Um, certainly, um, as I said, there's a jazz, jazz band this weekend at... Um, at um, Shepperton, and then a bit later on, we're doing uh, an evening. We're calling it um, Plants and Prosecco. So that's a little bit later, uh, later on, and, and we're really looking forward to, to that to that one because um, again we'll have some live music going on, and uh, and people can have a lovely wander around the, the plant areas in the evening with a glass of, of fizz or a non-alcoholic alternative, of course, um, and we'll have some music playing then. So that's that's quite um, looking forward to that one as well. And which centre is that? Is that that will be every that will be everywhere, um, and that is actually actually it's sooner than I thought. My goodness, that the. the uh, the, uh, the the month is rattling past, isn't it? That's actually Thursday, the twentieth of June, so that's even sooner. So, um, and yeah. that's that's at all centres. Thursday, twentieth of June. Yeah, with twenty percent off all plants as well on the evening. I'm, I'm lost for words for just a second or two. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's quite a bit of, quite a bit to take in. So you've got fifteen garden centres, all with uh, 
an evening of plants and and, and a glass Prosecco. of a glass of fizz. That's right, yeah. from five five till eight thirty. So think, just let's celebrate all these beautiful plants. I think it's something uh, that Britain should be proud of our horticultural heritage, really, and. Uh, we should celebrate all the beautiful things that we can grow and the climate that, I mean, it's raining at the moment outside my office window and oh, thank gentle goodness. rain from heaven, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we certainly goodness. need it. Oh, it's so dry at home in Essex, yeah. I was trying yeah. to plant a bit of bedding on Sunday and, and I, you know, as soon as I dug a hole, I had to fill it with water and let that soak in about three or four times before I could even think about planting anything. Boy, do I need rain. Yeah, yeah no, we really, really need it. So we're, yeah. are we lucky with all the wonderful things we can grow here? Uh, I think it's amazing. And when I think back to, what, 1965 or thereabouts, when your dad opened the first centre at Twickenham, and, and I think of the quality of plants and the range that we offered then and mm. what we offer now, it's a different world. It really is. I mean, the, the, the sheer variety has grown exponentially, but as you say, the quality as well. And, and, and coming out of British nurseries, you know, it, it's really good. We, we don't, I don't think we shout about it enough as an industry, actually. I'm sure we don't. Uh, and I was interested to see front page on the Times when uh, President Trump was having a banquet at Buckingham Palace. There's a picture with the table absolutely full of sweet peas and roses. Boy, that must have smelt magnificent, I Isn't it? Think. I, you know, I think it outshone the Queen's tiara, really. It, it, the, the, <laughs> oh, you noticed that too, then. I did. It, I, it's yeah. the first thing I noticed when I saw the paper this morning. I thought, wow, that's, that's beautiful. Because in the Buckingham Palace garden, they have a really long flowering border. You know, when you see her come down the steps, over on the mm-hmm. right-hand side, and there's a whole series of uh, tripod pea stick things with sweet peas, wow. sweet peas growing up them. I'm not sure that the, the sweet peas came from there for the banquet, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Queen certainly loves uh, fragrant flowers and sweet peas. Yeah, Sarah, it's been great speaking to you. I hope I can make at least one of the evenings. I'm not sure that I can make the Thursday, the twentieth. Miss my glass of. Uh, Prosecco, <laughs> but I do hope I can pop in and see the uh, Rose Society UK show and those well, fabulous we'll, blooms that people uh, stage. We'll look forward to seeing you, Peter, and it's been lovely to speak to you this afternoon. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast, and thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.